0: Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth, with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blades. A very warm welcome to all listeners of Aetherius Radio Live, brought to you on Body Mind Spirit Radio every third Tuesday of the month. Discover. The cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. Now today, your host, Chrissy Blaze, is joined by her guest and a popular one at that, Brian Kniep, Executive Secretary at the American Headquarters of the Theosophical Society, and they will be talking on... Wait for this. The metaphysics of presence. Very fascinating indeed. So, without further ado, I hand you over to Chrissy and Brian. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, and a very warm welcome, Brian, to the show.
1: It's great it's to have you uh, on again.
2: Wonderful to be here again, Chrissy, and uh, thanks for inviting me back on. And thank you, Nikki, for the excellent intro.
1: Yeah, just to confirm that the metaphysics of presents, we're not talking about Christmas gifts here. Um, Brian has <laughs> explained that by calling it the occult significance of live attendance to a theory of society events. So this sounds like a very, very fascinating topic, Brian. And why do you think this is an important topic to discuss at this time?
2: Well, it's I think it's important before we really get into the the meat of the subject is to look at our situation on Earth today. And I think it will add some light onto what we're going to be speaking about in uh, just a few minutes. And I think we all understand that we live on a, a very backward world, a world where there is much selfishness and a lot less selflessness. Or so I say, more selfishness than selflessness by a long way. And we're told in the, in the 12 blessings that uh, the path back to God uh, is transforming selfishness into selflessness. And on earth, it's the other way around. And because of that, we have wars, we have um, terrible weather, we have atrocities, we have uh, an amazing dynamic range between the rich and the poor, with a tremendous amount of suffering. And it's so important um, for every single individual who is understanding the importance of selflessness, and yet it is few. But even... Amongst the few who will understand the importance of selflessness, understand the importance of service, is only a sliver of the, of the people who understand the real situation on earth. And that is, we live on this living, breathing planet. Um, we, we're trying to get back to uh, this understanding that we are an aspect of God. And there are so many beings who are trying to help us do that extraterrestrials, um, advanced beings on this planet, great beings on Saturn, um, the Mother Earth herself, and to have a small number of people who understand that, as we do in the Ethereum society, and we are actually cooperating with this great cosmic plan as devised by these great beings to help mankind. Those few people who are not only selfless, or we're certainly working on selflessness, but also understand what's happening and are cooperating with this great plan. I think you can see from that point of view, every action that we make, even though it doesn't seem like it, is very, very important. And it's much more important than it seems. And that's really why we're talking today about the importance of presence.
1: Well, thank you for that reminder, Brian. I think we all need to be reminded of the tremendous help we're receiving because a lot of people I know right now are feeling very helpless and very mm. hopeless. And even a few uh, friends of mine in the society. And I think when we re- remember the things that you've just spoken about, it helps to give us, it helps to inspire us and re- remind ourselves that we do have, as you say, a very important role. And because of that, um, there's more pressure on us, more karmic pressure, which I know we feel. Uh, karmic pressure to live up to this by doing as much as we can. And perhaps one aspect is leaving behind our homes to come out and join a service. If we are able to do that, um, it's one way, as we know, to manipulate karma. What do you Absolutely. think about that, Brian?
2: No, it's absolutely true. It's even it's even spoken about by Saint Guling in the in the blessings. And if I may, I'd like to just to read a short extract from uh, the fourth blessing. And Saint Guling says this: We do not expect the ordinary man to be able to perform feats which are the capabilities of the extraordinary man, but we would remind the ordinary man that he can perform feats which are even above his imagination, if only he would cooperate in a very active way with one of the cosmic adepts, who are now very active on and around Earth. You can play your part, and so help the great forces of light to transmute the forces of darkness in your Earth, but you must be prepared to leave the comfort of your home in order to do this. No initiate became an initiate because he liked comfort. And this is so and will always be so. I go. I think that's uh, really sums up the situation to a T. And you know, you mentioned Chrissy that um, uh, we have have such a, a weight of karma on our back. And sometimes it might seem very, very daunting. and But it's also important to stay balanced. Um, not to be uh, overwhelmed. And to keep your, your, your feeling of, of, um, of fun. Uh, feeling of, of um, uh, lightness. Because that's also important. You don't want to get too heavy. You don't want to get too big-headed. And too um, uh, full of yourself. Um, and too... Uh, guilt-ridden, that you aren't doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Have right. patience with yourself. Have patience.
1: That's a very good thing to remember, to have, keep that sense of joy. However you know difficult and stressful the world is, to keep that sense of joy as we perform our service, I think that's a very, very good reminder. And something certainly our master demonstrated, even doing his most serious of tasks and devising the missions. He always kept that sense of fun, actually. Well, you um, know,
2: it, just hours before he passed away, um, he wanted me to um, to come into his, his bedroom and, uh, and almost cheer him up. And so we, we were, mm-hmm. I was telling him some stories and reading some things to him, and we were just bawling, laughing. it it was it was we had so much fun um just literally four hours before he passed away i think that's really really show and this is a man who was in tremendous pain and had been um bedridden for some time and and was just so frustrated um by uh what what he was going through you could he didn't complain um but you could tell it was it was very very difficult um and yet four hours before he was he was laughing um, and i think that's it, it meant the world to me and uh, it just shows uh, and this was not out of character he 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 would do that throughout his life at, at difficult times uh he would he would um, have jokes or he would talk um he would it was a pleasure to be around him put it that way
1: he really was yeah and that's a <clears throat> tremendous lesson for us all so thanks for bringing that up Brian that's a wonderful experience in some ways, although in other ways, it was (laughs) a very sad time.
2: It was sad. I was so happy and blessed to be there. I'm always thrilled and happy to have been able to help the master in, in that way and so many other ways.
1: It's certainly wonderful that you did. Brian, there's one tremendous benefit I often think about when participating and conducting services, and that is the link with the higher mental realms and how absolutely fantastic that is. A fantastic opportunity, and that, of course, as you know, takes place at every official activity, at every official group, branch, and headquarters of the Ethereum Society. Brian, I wondered if you could explain to the listeners what this link is exactly.
2: Uh, sure, that, that's that's. I'll do my best. It, it's it's complicated, and we don't know all the ins and the outs of this link, but we do know. It is uh, an amazing aspect of being a member of the Aetherius Society because it gives us each uh, just a tremendous ability to do, um, shall we say, lift way above our, 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 uh, our weight level kind of a thing. And the way it, the way it works is whenever, uh, let's just keep it simple. So let's, let's say you go to a 12 blessings uh, power circle uh, at, a, at a branch, or, or a headquarters, or, or a group, and during that time, uh, there's another. There's an activity that also takes place at the highest uh, plane where there is an Ethereum Society temple, uh, which is, I believe, uh, level six. And you have this this tremendous link created between uh, that 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 higher mental realms, uh, temple of the Ethereum Society, and uh, the physical plane. And it even includes the realms in between. And so you have five, four, three, two, uh, one, all coming together uh, for an instant. But for each individual, this is, instant is. So it happens multiple times. And so that this, 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 this link is created, um, this, this entity uh, is created, this, this combined entity of uh, you, on the uh the physical plane and with individuals all the way up to the highest uh plane where the ethereal society is and during that short period of time this entity uh then undoubtedly under the direction of, of the most evolved being on the highest realm performs an action and we don't know what that action is but the performance of this action of this manipulation is done on behalf of or with all the other beings that are in this entity for this for this short period of time. And because it's such a, a powerful ent- entity because it has the lowest to the highest, uh, this activity that is performed does so much karmic good for the world that your part, is equal to as much good as you could do by staying at home and doing ten or twelve hours of mantra or prayer for an entire year, and wow. it, it's 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 hard to get our head around that. But if you realize that this was designed by the adepts who are genius at comic manipulation, it allows us to be a part of their genius in this comic manipulation for mankind and and if you think about it you know it it, these beings who are part of this link uh which you are a part of each time you come physically to um, a headquarters branch or group during official activity uh other beings might be some of the um uh, followers of the other adepts on another realm or even on this plane some of these other entities might be uh, beings who who were on in the etheric society and have passed away. Uh, it's 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 interesting to kind of think of who these other individuals who you're coming together and forming this one entity for the short period of time might be, and we're we're kind of coming together with, with like-minded beings all for this incredibly potent karmic move being orchestrated by the highest being in the highest temple of the Ethereum society in the highest realm. And to be a part of that is quite an amazing opportunity, well worth your half an hour drive or even an hour and a half drive into a headquarters branch or group.
1: Well, that was a great visualization, Brian. Thank you for that. I was reading um, one of our master's addresses about this, and he said that there could just be like 30 people at a headquarters, at a service. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there could be 300,000 people on the higher mental realm.
2: Interesting, yeah. That adds yeah. another dimension to it. That's right. That's, that's, it's, you know, it, it's the, I guess the thing is we don't know. It's like when you do a prayer, like when you do a 12 blessings, you do a prayer, you don't know where that energy is going to go. You don't know how much good you're going to do, but here we're, we're being part of this group uh, that this this idea designed by the by the adepts, and uh, we still don't know exactly what it's going to be, but we know the effect is as if we stayed at home and did ten or twelve hours of mantra every day for a year.
1: Incredible, isn't it? It's hard to get your mind around that. It really is. I think it also applies to work parties at these headquarters. Yes, it does. And yes, it does. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yes, it does. Yeah.
1: It's such an inspiration. It really is an amazing benefit. And I think it's one that all of us need to think about more and appreciate more. Um, but it's quite a complex, a very, I'd say very complex procedure for these great masters and, and know, great people on the higher mental realms. Would you Would you agree with that, Brian? It's not oh, easy, well, is it?
2: <laughs> undoubtedly. I mean, it's 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 hard for us to, even to visualize and understand what they're doing, and they're and they're weaving together all these these beings um, from for many many realms at the same time. Uh, and I think it, it's who knows how difficult it is, but you can imagine it's extraordinarily difficult.
1: Yeah, it's 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 um I imagine it's very intricate, uh very complex. Um and I, I don't think I realized, Brian, that the idea actually came from the adepts themselves. So that was really interesting to hear that. Yes,
2: it was, it was, and it's a typical typical our master. Uh he, he didn't really lead with that. It was just kind of uh thrown in uh during a lecture on it. Kind of near the end. It wasn't it wasn't right. like a this is by the adepts. He, that's the, not the, the way he does it.
1: Absolutely brilliant. I know uh, some people may wonder and have expressed actually if there is a link when they join in a live stream service which emanates from one of the headquarters. What are your thoughts on this, Brian? Well, it's a very, very good question,
2: and I mean clearly there there, there is a link because you know you're 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 tuning into the headquarters or the branch. Okay. Um, and so you, you do have that connection. And you know many people have said they can feel the energy in the temple and, and they're very greatly inspired. And there's no question that tuning in, uh, especially visually, if you can, uh, or Mixler even, uh, there there is a, a greater connection between you and the headquarters or the branch of the group. No question. And undoubtedly, you're going to get quite a bit more out of it yourself. Uh, and you might be, uh, because of that more inspired and then you might send out more energy. But I think that the link that we're talking about previously, where it's a very intricate um, built up entity created, uh, formed by the, these, these very advanced beings on uh, the higher mental realms, I don't think that that could possibly happen uh, with each individual. It's hard enough to do it at one location. And if you're asking them or thinking about them trying to do it with another 20, 30, 50, 60 people all around the world, um, I think that that's uh, highly unlikely that that could be, take place. I- I'll give you an analogy, if I could. Please do. Back in, back in 1977, when our master again went on a limb and, and he, and he uh, uh, requested from our Sector 6 f- for a special power manipulations for members, which took place in 1977, um, the rule was that you had to have at least four members in the same location at a time for um, Mars Sector 6 and the beings on the third satellite to include you in that manipulation for that um, very special request by our master. And clearly, the third satellite could have picked out any individual wherever they wanted to, but they didn't. And it's not only a technical thing, but it's also a karmic thing. Because then you have people coming together, people um, putting themselves out a little bit, uh, expending effort, um, rather than making or asking the great ones to do more and more and more intricate and difficult work. And remember this this whole thing with the link. It's a karmic manipulation, and so if you're asking the great ones to do more and more and more to make that, then that that diminishes uh, the karmic manipulation. I think I think we can all see that.
1: Yes, thank you very much, Brian. So. You know, I think the live streaming is is fantastically important, especially mm. in the USA, mm. when we such a large country with, unfortunately, at the moment, not enough, you know, official branches, groups. Um,
2: Absolutely, it's, it's
1: essential. And essential that people continue their twelve blessing services at home, especially at this time during the spiritual pushes. Crucial. But you know, those of us who are close to an official. To a headquarters, an official branch, or group, we're so so very fortunate, aren't we? I mean, it's- oh,
2: we really are. We really are. And as as I said earlier, you you have to be patient with yourself too. You know, if if you, you know, you, you don't feel tremendous guilt because you you only live a half an hour away and you don't come to every single service of the Ethereum Society. You know, I don't think anyone. Uh, can do that on a consistent level on every single thing. but just realize that um, you, you want to push yourself to get to the headquarters or the branch or the group um, when you possibly can um, because it does so much. it's not just how m- good it makes you feel and how good it makes the group right there at the, at the headquarters group or uh, branch or group feel, but it also does this this very, very potent karmic manipulation. Uh, in concert with beings on the realms above, which it just, even just thinking about that um, can can be really inspiring to manipulate your your schedule so that you can kind of at least get one in a week or one a month if you're further away. But try and get, because remember, every time you go, um, even if it's once a month, uh, you're doing as much good at that time as staying at home for 12 hours a day, doing mantra or prayers, for three hundred and sixty-five days, so just don't 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 be too hard on yourself, but uh, try and be inspired to be a be a part of that crucial and and really powerful link.
1: Yes, I don't think we could ever have dreamed that such a spiritual opportunity would be given to us. I mean, it's beyond no, no, no. really our imaginings, isn't it? It's so fantastic. And Brian, um, there's several other very important reasons, I think, that physical attendance is so beneficial to us. Um, One one reason is that um, our main temples, both in the UK and in the USA, are extremely beautiful, and people remark on the high vibrations they feel. One gentleman came recently to uh, the Eastern USA branch, and he was in tears. He walked in and he just started to cry. He said, oh, the vibrations are so beautiful and it's the same Mm -hmm. in every temple. And especially in Los Angeles when your temple was uh, for years the primary residence of our master and where he delivered so many outstanding addresses and lectures. And as we know from psychometry, all the energy of a place is imprinted in the walls, the ceiling, the floors and can be drawn upon by the people attending.
2: Well, it can be. You know, there's many temples around the world that people just go to just to sit and take in the vibration. And, you know, I've done that myself uh, with with different um, uh, Buddhist uh, temples and um, other places. And then they have a beautiful, calming essence. Uh, And it truly is um, uh, a beautiful experience. Uh, but i'm a bit a bit a little bit surprised that not more people take advantage of doing this in our temple or 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 in the temple elsewhere in the Ethereum society and it is an interesting it's, it's a different vibration to one of a buddhist temple that i find you know, buddhist temple can be very silent still um, and, and our temples tend to be silent but not still it's, it's like a there's a, there's a there's a vibration uh, to our temples it's like a it, it's an excitement um a uh, uh, it's hard to describe but it's it's um, it, it's, it's this this essence this this um, impetus to um, to help um, and and you, it, it can really inspire one uh, tremendously to be just in our temple alone just tuning into um, uh, the 19 holy mountains through the cross, or the vibrations of our master, or our temple here in, in America, uh, the Gotha master who physically stood there and blessed this location. Uh, and your mind can go up to the, to the Gatha system even if, if you let it. So there's so much that could be uh, done by an individual uh, just, to, just to be sit, sitting alone uh, in one of our temples.
1: If, if we don't yes. drag going
2: to do some more work, you never know. We will <laughs> <might> do that.
1: <laughs> yes. Some very good points there, Brian. Thank you. Brian, you mentioned the holy crosses. And, of course, these make such a difference to the attenders because of the holy stones, the 19 stones from the holy mountains. And um, so is there anything you'd like to add about that as well?
2: Well, it's – I mean, you – as we know, um, each stone is a direct link to the mountain, and you know, if you think of the one of the stones um, like Mount Baldy, linked to um, uh, Mount Baldy, it's also linked to, in a certain degree, the Great Mars Mar Sector Six, um, and then on a, going the other direction, each of those crosses, because uh, of their situation and their construction and their design, they are also linked to one another. And so you, you could almost call uh, the, the, the altar in each of the, these locations where the Holy Cross uh, a, a type of a vortex, you could even say. And it's, it's linked to not only the, the, the Holy Mountains, the cosmic masters through uh, the Holy Mountains, um, and each of our different centers with the Holy Cross. So it, it's if you really let your mind go into that space, uh, Let's just say interesting things could happen.
1: Yes, do you remember our master said with our own personal holy shapes that if we look at them uh, with our love and kind of draw the energy from the stones, then, you know, that can be of great benefit. And I I try and do that with the Holy Cross at times, sitting in the temple. Yeah. Yeah. So there are many things we can do. And of course, not to forget that. we have at five main centers. We have Operation Prayer Power. We're doing two hours of dynamic mantra and prayer, further imbuing the temples with this fantastic energy.
2: There's every reason to go. Really. <laughs> it's just it's such a it can be such an experience. And you know why not go a little bit early uh, or linger a little bit after a service and allow yourself to tune in. You don't have to uh, come. Uh, a minute before, or, or, or sometimes in California, a minute or two afterwards. But come, <laughs> come well, that's that's California. But if you come, say, fifteen minutes before, twenty minutes before, you can just sit there in silence and, and tune in. What what a what a great experience you can have!
1: Absolutely. And on that note, I think it's time for a break. So, over to our producer Nikki Wood.
0: Well, thanks to you both, Chrissy and Brian. Really interesting words, informative and extremely practical. Thank you. You are listening to A Theorist Radio Live with Chrissy Blaze and her guest, Brian Kniep, discussing the importance of physical attendance at activities. Now, here are a few upcoming activities to announce. Thursday, November twenty third, sees our annual pilgrimage to Brown Willie in Cornwall, UK, a holy mountain which was charged on that date in nineteen fifty eight, during which Doctor George King received the Lord's Declaration, delivered by a Lord of Karma. For details of this pilgrimage and further advice, please go to the Atheist website. Thursday, November thirtieth, a lecture will be held by the Eastern US branch at Royal Oak, entitled piecing it all together for spiritual success. This will be hosted by Michael Caparo and starts at 7 30 p.m. Saturday December the 2nd at the temple in London there will be an all-day very practical you too can heal workshop starting at 9 a.m. and will be taken by Noemi and Jamie Bates. Saturday, December 9th, also at the Temple in London, at 2pm, a lecture entitled The Master Jesus, His True Origin Revealed, and that will be given by Alison Lawrence. 12 midnight GMT, December 10th, sees the exit from our world of the shining Temple of Light we know as satellite number 3, having flooded our world with much needed spiritual energy since November 4th. You are warmly invited to join us for this special service to mark the last hour of this final spiritual push for 2023, which will be live streamed from the Aetherius Temple in Los Angeles. And of course, you're always warmly welcome to join us for all services, both live stream and online and physically, which will continue to be held as usual. And the details of these events are on our website, aetherius.org. Please join us on December 19th for the next Ethereus Radio Live show when your host, Chrissy Blaze, will be joined by uh, yet another popular guest, Alison Lawrence. And they will be talking about a great being who is close to many of us. And it's entitled The Master Jesus, His True Mission to Earth. So that's it for now. And I'm very pleased to hand you back to Chrissy and Brian.
1: Thank you, Nikki.
2: Thank you, Nikki.
0: So, Brian, I was just thinking in the break
1: that there are many other reasons to attend, and not just the high spiritual ones, but you know, we've all come out of this terrible years of COVID when we are used to people are used to being cozy and comfy on their own at home. And but it's said that physical contact is good for your emotional health as well as your physical health. So there's this kind of more basic aspect that I think is is really really important. Um, what do you think, Brian?
2: Oh, I think absolutely. You know, it's let's face it; it's good to get out of the house, you know, and it's yeah. uh, it's even better when you can spend time with with like-minded, spiritually-minded people, um, and you don't have to always be doing prayers. You can be talking about things and discussing. Or your practices, or or how your cat's doing, or whatever you <laughs> want to do. It's it's just good to connect um, with with other people. Uh, it's it's such an important uh, aspect of life, and you know it will aid to our happiness level. You know, just um, just having interactions, uh, uh, even though you know you may not see another person uh, or a particular person at a headquarters, or branch, or group. Um, more than say once a month or once every two months for certain reasons because they aren't there often you aren't there often. even the, these short little interactions um, has, has been shown by actual actual studies have shown. imagine doing that study, but it, it's been showing that these little interactions can be tremendously important uh, in your happiness level.
1: Absolutely and strengthens of course our spiritual brotherhood and spiritual Absolutely. sisterhood when we come together. Through socializing, you know, after the services and so forth,
2: you know. On that note, it, it's um, every so often in the teachings uh, you'll you'll be um, you'll see the interaction between, say, the Master Jesus and the Lord Babaji and and um, Saint Guling, and, they'll often, it'll it'll strike me that um, they'll they'll say something like, uh, "I look forward to." Um, uh, being in, in your in your presence again shortly on shambala and you you realize that they don't do everything um from home uh they're moving <laughs> around uh the master jesus will will go to meetings on shambala um the lord babaji doesn't just pick up a phone and ask for uh uh help from saturn he goes to saturn um to be in the presence of the great Saturnians. So I I think if we look for the clues, I think you've got a few of these these things as well up your sleeve. If we look for the clues in our teachings, it's very evident that physical proximity is incredibly important um, the further up the scale that you get.
1: Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Richard Lawrence and I talked about that, the show a couple of months ago about the meeting that took place on November the 1st, 1956, when a council meeting took place on Shambhala, at which certain major decisions were made for the future of life on Earth. Do you remember that one, Brian? I'm sure you do. I do.
2: I absolutely do. (laughs) Amazing.
1: Yeah, it was um, Mars Sector 9 revealed that it would be attended by the Lord Buddha, the Master Jesus, the Ascended Masters M and KH. I think that's Mariah and Kutumi. Uh, according to Madame Blavatsky. And um, the stupendous revelation through Mars Sector 9 was, above all, it was also attended by two lords of the sun who would travel in a vehicle from the sun to Shambhala.
2: <laughs> that's just a, that's astounding, absolutely astounding. astounding. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it really is. Uh, it, and it reminds me, too, of the um, time that our master... Uh, recommended uh, the Gotham Masters to be uh, made uh, a part of Interplanetary Confederation and this proceeding took place um, and live there was just this this whole list of, of beings who were there in person you had two of the protectors of the flame of the Mother Earth you had a perfect from Saturn You had Mars sector six, you had, uh, the list just went on and on and on. It was just, um, awe inspiring, but all these beings, they went from their different planets, millions and millions of miles away to that location to be there in person. And even as I recall, there was a Supreme Lord of karma gave, I think it was three minutes of its presence at that location as well.
1: Wow. And when you think about their scientific genius beyond their comprehension, uh, it would be so easy for them just to not to have to physically attend, I would think.
2: They they didn't Zoom in. They did not uh, Zoom <laughs> in. They did not join on Zoom call. No, no, they were there in. in and imagine there's, I'm sure they have so much responsibility uh, once you get to that level, but they still... Yeah take time to go to a location, even though it's millions of miles away, in person. It's got to be a reason for that.
1: I know that that meeting um, in 1956 was to bring into being a new language. And in the Master of Theorists' words, the language was, that was of direct action. This is to be the language of direct action. So they certainly demonstrated that <laughs> in the right. meeting, right?
2: And our master certainly took that on board. And uh, his whole yes. life was designing uh, a path back to God through direct action.
1: Yes, Brian, you mentioned the um, meeting with the Lord Babashi, I believe, uh, leaving Earth to go to Saturn. Right. Uh, do you have any more information about that? It's very fascinating Well, that was
2: um, the first time that he had left Earth for, I believe it was hundreds of thousands of years. Um, And he left to go and and ask for help for a um, uh, disease wave that was forming in the East. And it's staggering. to to He he didn't just um, zip over there with one aspect of his being, um, but he, he went in a spacecraft to Saturn. And... It caused such a imbalance in uh, his presence on Earth that they had to bring um, uh, Sri Krishna uh, onto an shambala and then the Lord Buddha had to go down to the uh, Earth, a physical Earth, and take the place of the Lord Babaji, and so it was a very intricate. Um, and there's more to it than than my simple explanation as well but it was it was very complicated and intricate even though the the, he was only gone for approximately one hour physical earth time even though it was took it took all that effort um to replace him he felt it was absolutely necessary to go to saturn in person
1: incredible yeah the well, masters understand so much about karmic manipulation. and I wonder if we might come back to that, Brian. Um, you mentioned Operation World Healing briefly. Mm-hmm. And as you remember, that was a very, very difficult time for our world. And we had to come together then, didn't we?
2: That's right. It was an instruction by the Master Aetherius that, uh, I believe it was, um, people had to come to a, a headquarters uh, or branch 7 days a week for what was it about a month or two
1: yes it was between november the 1st and december the 26 1963 right. right so it Seven was 7 days months.
2: a week that's right yeah and uh, and, and because it, again it's it's not only or even you could say so much the amount of energy as each individual who shows up and sends out that power but it's the karma. It's the, um, the, the, the belief in what you are doing, the confidence uh, and the appreciation of the great ones. Uh, these, these things make, make such a difference. Um, and it, there's so much more to um, going back to God and to evolving than just learning how to send out more and more and more and more energy. Uh, there's a lot more to it. And one of the biggest aspects is your understanding of manip- manipulating your karma. And when you stop doing what you want to do and start to do more and more of what you know you should do um, for the greater good, uh, it, it's a tremendous boost to your evolution.
1: Absolutely. Do you remember, Brian, I remember this vaguely that when the Saturn mission was launched, the master said we had to come in, the staff had to come in in the headquarters in London and Los Angeles uh, before they went to work and oh, joined yes. together in 12 blessing services. Oh, yes. Um, I remember
2: that well. <laughs> yeah, and and it, it, you know, it's, it, it wasn't easy. You know, no. You're already working till ten or eleven o'clock every night, um, and then you have to go to work. And then to kind of get in there before you go to work, you're, you're really uh, getting squeezed a little
1: bit. Um, but we did it. We did it. We did it. Yes, we did it. <laughs> How fortunate we were to have that opportunity. Yes, yes, yes. I think I think
2: he had to stop that for security reasons. Um, but uh, they, they, we no longer do it in that way. It's shifted now towards the thankfulness services, both for Operation Sunbeam and the Saturn mission. Uh, but that does highlight just how important the, these thankfulness services are. In, in fact, I was just looking at this the other day, um, the thankfulness services were started uh, for, some, for Sunbeam uh, right at the start of Operation Sunbeam Plan K, because the math, master theorist told a master that there's gonna be more need for karmic manipulation uh, because of the greater um, strength or the greater power of Operation Sunbeam Plan K. And so one way he did that was he started these thankfulness services. Uh, and they're, they're, they're a way for uh, each member, because they're only open to members, to be able to shoulder some of that karma to make Operation Sunbeam even more potent. And so these are very, very important uh, services to, 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 be, to be sure.
1: Yes, absolutely, Brian. So as you say, it's all about karmic manipulation, isn't it? Everything we do. And um, this really is the secret. So if we're sitting at home thinking, well, I'm kind of comfortable. I don't really feel like coming in tonight. Just allow your higher self to remind you. You could make a great karmic manipulation. You could be part of this link, which can manipulate karma on behalf of the whole world. And I think, Brian, uh, there has been an excellent case made. You've made an excellent case today for the importance of physically attending. Um, but do you think though, in this age of social media and Zooming and cell phones that this might be regarded by the younger generation as rather an old fashioned concept? <laughs>
2: I think probably so, um, but that, that's why it's good to bring up uh, what the Lord Babaji does what uh, the Master Jesus uh, does. I think these are uh, important lessons, and you know they're they're more modern than tomorrow. These great beings, uh, and they have gone well past the era. I think we can all agree of Zoom, um, and that they they still find it incredibly important to do in person. Uh, meetings uh, with, with other beings you know it, it's it's like it was once said that one of the the biggest enemies of doing the best thing you possibly can is to do a really good thing and what that means is that if it was between coming into the ethereal society and doing a service or going to play blackjack at a gambling casino. It would be kind of an easy choice uh you come in and do the service but if it's between coming in and doing the service with a half an hour drive each way or 45 minute drive each way or staying at home and tuning in to the live stream of the the exact same service it's not such an easy choice because you're thinking to yourself well i i'm saving myself uh 45 minutes each way, it's an hour and a half, which I could be doing other really important things. um, Or uh, it it can be dangerous, uh, driving, doing all that driving. Or There's all kinds of reasons not to make the trip. Um, But the best thing from a karmic point of view would be to make that trip and come in physically to the uh, theory society, the temple or the the branch or or the group. Now, Again, that's not, being, not saying that you have to come in every time. You have to um, put yourself at risk. You have to come in when you're sick. No, 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 no. But it's just to remember that um, making that extra effort time-wise and effort-wise to come in uh, is a tremendous karmic manipulation by you for both yourself and more importantly for the world which, let's face it, really needs that manipulation now.
1: Absolutely. And Brian, I know, as I said, you know, in this country, in the USA, uh, many, many of our members live just too far away to attend. So just a thought throwing out here, uh, perhaps you'd like to consider starting your own 12 Blessings group in your area. I know it's not an easy task, but certainly I know the headquarters will help you through that and um, give you lots of advice. Because if you then become an official group, then you too can have this amazing link. So what do you think, Brian?
2: That's a very good point. Uh, We are starting this program of uh, official area representatives um, with the idea of trying to uh, create more more groups uh, around America and Australia, and New Zealand. Um, it, it is it, it is a challenge because as I mentioned, or we, we both talked about early on in, in the show, the world is uh, the majority is on the more selfish side. Um, and it's only the minority that are willing to put themselves second and others first uh, and, and being more selfless. And so it, it can be very difficult to create a group of like-minded souls, but boy, when you do, it, it's it's just um, it's it's invigorating and it's exciting and it's wonderful in so many ways. Uh, but there's again, there's quite a bit of karma to uh, to overcome on that. But that's what we're here for. We're here to yeah. overcome karma and to evolve and, and to grow and to learn. That's what it's all about.
1: It's not easy. Exactly. No, no, it never is. And another thought to throw out is uh, consider moving. I remember, uh, absolutely. In, I think it was about 19, in the 1970s, the master published some articles by people who had made some significant moves in order to be closer to, uh, at that time, the headquarters. Um, and Operation Prayer Power, I think Operation Prayer Power was just starting at that time. So, you know, that's another possibility for right. some yeah, people. I-
2: well it it's a certain certain times of your life it's easier to move for sure. Uh when I yeah. found the society I was like 20 years old and I uh, moved out to uh to California to the headquarters after about a year of uh thinking about it and um boy I sure I'm glad I moved, I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. I moved across the pond.
2: Oh, well, yeah, that's to, right.
1: That's to, right. Be, to be, So you really the miss them? Yeah. Really miss the master coming over. So he used to come over uh, to the European headquarters That's every right. summer, you know, for here. some years, and then he was unable to come, and it got harder and harder.
2: So you came he to, here. Yeah. There you go. It, it's Excellent. not
1: easy to move. You know, you have to sort of start all over again, but it's worth it if you come for the right reasons. I think.
2: I agree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. But again, everyone can't. I mean, it's, no. it depends on your on where you are in your in your life journey. Um, but it's just it's just always to think about um, the more ways that you can help the Ethereum Society, which is helping the world in this really crucial time, and it's something to think about and and contemplate on it and uh, discuss it with others and you know really think how can you best help the Ethereum Society? How can you best help the world? Uh, which, you know, we have two major wars going on right now. Um, it, it's, it, it, it's, it looks kind of bleak, and uh, the world needs our help. And just go back to my, my initial introduction. Think about the world from the perspective of the third satellite. They're looking down, and the vast majority of people are completely absorbed in their life. And in in what they're doing, what they're the money they're making, their their family, their their jobs, etc. And there's just a tiny handful of people that are have risen above that and are trying to help them, help us. And when they look down, those are the ones we in the Ethereum Society and other organizations like us. We're the ones that they see, and they're the ones and we're the ones that we get that energy. And I'm sure that it inspires them uh, that uh, a few of us are able to rise above this this sea of selfishness to start to get it, start to get the message of selflessness and help our world. And any way we can do that, and any way we can do more of that, uh, the better.
1: Yes, thank you, Brian. We're coming down to the last few minutes of the show and we've covered a lot of ground. You've brought up a lot of very, very significant points, Brian. So I wondered if you might be able to summarize what you think are the most important things for people to um, think about.
2: Sure. Well, as a matter of fact, we missed one. I'll say one real quick, and that is um, when you take two people and add the two people together, just like in that great uh, oration by uh, Marsa six one plus one does not equal to two or three, but four. Um, but we'll start with the three aspect. So when you take one person and add in another person, it's not just two people, it's two people plus the combined entity. And so when you come to a service, you aren't just another person, you are part of that combined entity. And so that's that's another way of saying some of the things that we've already said. Um, but I think, the most important thing is to reason, understand that the more that you come in person to the Ethereum society events, your presence allows greater beings to do a uh, tremendous manipulation uh, with the link, which we call it, which can do- does just an outstanding karmic job for mankind. And while you're doing that, you have, you're have bathed in this beautiful essence of all the people around you and, and the in-person recitation of mantra and the in-person hearing other people say the 12 blessings and tuning into the cross if you have a cross, tuning in the vibrations. I mean, it's a win-win-win-win-win-win-win situation.
1: <laughs> it really is. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Such a fascinating show. So thank you so much for the the topic. and for, for hosting, the
2: ins- Chris. You, you, you really guided us to a really, really nice, nice uh, <laughs> understanding, I think. Thank you.
1: I think we're all inspired to want to come along as much as possible. So thank you so much. So we, let's close now by handing back to our producer,
0: Nikki, for her closing remarks. Thank you. Thank you both so much for in, a truly inspiring show and I hope encouraging for all who listen. It really is important to get that connection. So, uh, to finish off and remind people, 12 midnight GMT, December the 10th, sees the exit from our world of the Shining Temple of Light, we know, satellite number three. So please remember this uh, last hour of this final spiritual push uh, for 2023, this service will be live streamed from the Aetherius Temple in Los Angeles, and also please Please do join us on December 19th for the next Ethereum Radio Live show with Chrissy and Alison when they will be discussing the Master Jesus, his true mission to Earth. And if you would like to find out more of, of the facts and publications that are mentioned during the show, details are on our website. You can connect with your hosts, Richard, through his website, richardlawrence.co.uk. Chrissy through her new website, Chrissyblaze.com, and, of course, Brian, through his website, briankaneep.com. We really hope you enjoyed this show, and thank you so very much for listening, and we look forward to your company next month. Thank you.